0: this week's episode we keep it pretty low-key and just talk about a few of the new releases that occurred this week and one that happened last week. We start off with looking at Oris's new caliber the caliber 400. After that we get into a little bit about Laurier's newest release the Hydra V2 and after that we finish off the episode looking at Astor and Banks's
1: newest release as well as Aquastar's Deep Star. Welcome, everybody, to episode 39 of the Whiskey and Watches podcast. Late October, fall is in the air, and you'll be able to tell by what we're, at least what I'm drinking, that it's it's fall, y'all. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we got Buzz and Spangler with us. It's just the three of us tonight. We got a, we're got we pretty stoked about the episode you guys are going to hear next week. We got a pretty fun guest who's a buddy of ours and pretty neat theme, but uh, this week you're just stuck with the three of us jabronis, so... Uh, Sorry. Anyway, um, we'll go ahead and start it off with the uh, the usual, the uh, wrist check and the drink check. So, uh, Buzzy, what are you wearing and what are you drinking? You know,
2: I think that you're my jabro me too, not my <laughs> ja somewhat acquaintance right? <laughs> drinking right now, you did note that it's fall. And to me- Fall, seasonal shift. Can you mean a seasonal shift in drink? Because I haven't quite perfected the hot toddy yet, although, uh, firm, I'm glad that you sent me that recipe for hot toddies. I decided to switch it up to an amber ale. Drinking a Mad Tree Happy Amber. Such it, a good beer. It's an amber ale. It makes me happy. I guess that's why they named it. Pretty simple name, pretty simple beer. It tastes like fall, and heck, even my wife likes it,
1: which is surprising. Kind of. A little bit. Yeah. It's a little bit higher on the alcohol content, too, which I've met Brooke. Yeah. Good for her. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. She doesn't, doesn't
2: need that. Have so, you ever
1: had their unhappy Amber? I'm guessing that's an Imperial. No, it's essentially the same, but, like, so what, is, what does it say on the can for alcohol content for that? Let me get it out of the
2: koozie here, because you have to kooze.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this
2: is excellent, excellent uh, radio. At uh,
1: 6%. Okay, so I'm pretty sure the unhappy amber is north of 8. Nice. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it'll kick you. <laughs> <laughs> So no,
2: nobody will ever accuse me of being a hipster, but like a hipster, I do kind of prefer old mad tree when it was like a very relatively small and God awful difficult to like get into, you know, warehouse location. The the new place oh, yeah. that they opened up uh, is fantastic. I mean, good, good for them. It's, it's a hell of a nice facility, but there's something about being crammed into a warehouse that I really miss.
1: I mean, I can remember when I first moved down here, we lived in the apartments that were near that and not the new ones, the old ones that were by there uh, just briefly before we bought our first house up in Pleasant Ridge. And uh, that place was still a, a paper recycling factory when we uh, when we moved in. And then it was shut down for like two years and then Madtree moved in. But yes, we I can remember having been, because there was a, a brief period where they're like doing soft openings at the new one. And the old one was still kind of kicking around; they hadn't quite closed it yet. And you're like, "Wow, the bathrooms at the new one are almost as big as the tap room in the old one." Is <laughs> that big of a shift?
2: <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, but yeah, and uh, on my wrist is my Monta Sky Quest. I am a little bummed that I haven't quested in any skies recently. It's been quite a while since I've been into an airplane. But if I needed to, I think I would take this watch. Uh, it is as comfortable as can be when you have toolless micro adjust. You use it constantly throughout the day, even when you don't really need to. So that's a big win in my book. Uh, haven't haven't been on any airplanes recently, but uh, there is an a startup called Boom Supersonic. They're uh, trying to build the uh, supersonic passenger plane check it out pretty cool all right evan what do you got going on
0: uh well buzz i can say um i have been on plenty of airplanes recently um and i'm kind of sick of it so i'm making up for your lack uh <laughs> in my whatever you want to call frequent flyer frequent flying uh to and fro you know school and whatnot really strange times in 2020 um but yeah, so on the wrist, I have something. I haven't worn it in a while, actually, um, but I've got the my Panerai 219 on. Um, I've been trying to find a good strap for it um, because this is the only strap I like to wear it on, uh, which is like a green NATO, and, you know, I just kind of like over it. And so when I got a watch and I have a strap, I don't know if you guys like this way too, but if I got a watch and it doesn't have the right strap, like, I just feel like I don't want to wear it. Even though I love the watch, it's got to come with the full package, you know? Maybe I'm just crazy. I don't know. Whatever. No, I'm, with um, and, not, yeah, I'm with you completely.
1: Why not? I'm with you completely.
0: <laughs> it's got to it's gotta be the full package, man. Um, and what I'm drinking is a Four Roses single barrel. Um, and I'm not going to read off the, the barrel number because I'm sure nobody really cares. And I don't really care that much either because it's not <laughs> amazing. But it's, it's all right. you know. It's one of the ones you can get and people aren't crazy about. At least for the Four Roses. So, you know, all around pretty good, and I've also got my fun Cincinnati tap water on hand too, because nice. of course I have to do more studying tonight. So, gotta to say, somewhat lucid. There you go. Yep. So uh, that's what I'm drinking. That's what I'm wearing.
1: So. Well, I'll go ahead and bring it home then. So uh, we, uh, as folks who may or may not have seen on Instagram, I posted a picture with the SPB 149 and a couple of pumpkins. So we went to the pumpkin patch or orchard or whatever. They had both. They had apples and pumpkins on Saturday uh, up in Lebanon, Hidden Valley Orchard up there. give them a little plug for the 15 listeners that are in the greater Cincinnati area. Um, <laughs> so we've got, uh, we, we bought some apples, got some pumpkins for the kids to carve later uh, and uh, got some apple cider. So I am drinking, I don't know, I'm sure it's it's got an official name, but it's essentially apple cider and Canadian whiskey. I've got the Pendleton's Canadian whiskey that I drank uh, when I uh, hosted our Canadian friends from Marathon, which was a fun episode. So I've got that with some apple cider. It is delicious. Um, the apple cider is already sweet enough, so it doesn't need bourbon. So I went with the Pendleton's because good Canadian whiskey. It's got the whiskey flavor, but not as sweet as a bourbon. So mm-hmm. really, uh, really been enjoying that lately. Yeah,
2: that sounds excellent.
1: It's Thank fall, you. y'all. It's fall, y'all. So, and uh, because uh, one of the watches, I am I'm actually double wristing tonight uh, because one of the watches that I am wearing has two crowns. So I figured two crowns, why not two watches? So on my what I've been wearing most of the day, although I had my G Shock on earlier because we went golfing, and while I wasn't on any planes, Lunkin Airport was pretty busy tonight. We saw probably ten to fifteen jets come in as we were playing our round of 18, uh, this afternoon, which was a ton of fun. But I've got on my left wrist, my Omega Seamaster 300 M the, uh, black and white version. It's on, uh, a olive green Cincinnati strap co, uh, two piece NATO, the seatbelt variety, which is absolutely fantastic. Uh, love it on that one. So I've got that on. And then again, the second watch, because it has two crowns, I wore two watches is a, uh, laurier hydra the second version that they came out with and it's got the uh, internal rotating bezel uh, that is controlled by the crown at two o'clock uh also has the crown at four o'clock which handles the uh time setting and winding and uh this thing's just spectacular um i'm not I don't want to say, like, I'm not a big fan, but, like, I'm not like you guys where I'm, like, really into the compressor case with the two-crown look. Like, they're cool if, if they if they work right. Like, I've always kind of liked the Oris Cronoris that has the two-crowns. Mm-hmm. It kind of yeah. works like that. Like, I've always kind of liked that watch. So, like, depends on the watch. Um, but this thing, like, it, it's fantastic. They're their bracelets. I don't know how they do it. It kind of has the same effect as the, the PPX where it's, it's, it's brushed, but kind of like catches the light at the right angles. And then it also it's 38 millimeters. And the case is, um, it's got its own unique shape, but it reminds me a lot of my, uh, El Primero. So like that is, and it's, that's a very good thing. The El Primero wears amazingly. So like, it's it like, that is not in any way a ding. It's a fantastic wearing watch at 38 millimeters. And, uh, we get into it a little bit later because I know we got some, we got this and some other new uh, micro-brand releases to talk about. But uh, I think I will have this for about another day or so, and then I might be going to one of my co-hosts to wear for a week to do a work week, work week watch wrap <laughs> that we can get up on Zites. Uh So that'll be the first one that I didn't write, uh, which I'm looking forward to reading at some point. So, uh, but before we get into all that. I mentioned the PPX and we should get into what Oris did uh, this week, which we uh, were lucky enough to go hands-on with the movement and a VR experience, which is pretty cool. So uh, I guess I, since I was the one who had that and Buzz (laughs) saw it briefly, I guess I'll talk about it a little bit. They did the, uh, uh, the new Oris caliber, or I guess as that has been dubbed Calibre 400 (laughs) because I don't know how I didn't notice this when I had it in front of me, but if you turn it the right way with the twin barrels, uh, it does look quite a bit like Oris Bear.
2: <laughs> it's unbearably good looking.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes, uh, yes. So, uh, ten hour, or sorry, five days. So, one hundred and twenty hour power reserve, uh, automatic self winding. Um, it should operate within COSC specs, but they're not certifying it. And has a ten-year service interval, interval and warranty, and is a magnetic. I mean, that is that's pretty impressive.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eat your heart out, Omega. I mean, that's that's a, a shot across the bow of all of their whiz bang a magnetic movements. It really is.
0: Honestly, like when you look at that movement, I think the most amazing thing about it, even though the five-day uh anti-magnetic properties are great but that 10-year service interval that's crazy it's nuts service for 10 years on that watch like that's unbelievable like i don't you know i don't really keep track of like how many brands do and like what their average service intervals are but like i can't think of many that are doing like you know basically give that 10-year guarantee on those on those what's that
1: and it's it's the warranty too for the first 10 years i think it was i think they took the crown from i think it was iwc that had the eight year on some of their new pieces they extended it out to eight years which is that's i mean even that is impressive but like 10 is 10 is really impressive they're swinging for the fences i mean yeah i mean like it'll be interesting to see what watch that ends up in but I'm, i'm looking at like buzzy said a lot of the omega references uh that have the uh a magnetic properties. But I mean, those are typically 55 hour power reserves. The other thing I can think of is, I mean, you've got, you've got Tudor that's got the 70 hour in-house power reserve, but you know, their GMT has had the date wheel issues there. I've got their three-hander and it's been running pretty, pretty solid for me. Um, you know, and that movement's starting to show up in a couple of other places, the three-hander is, and that's been out for a while now. But I mean, you think about that, that's got 70 hours, but it's not, it's got some magnetic resistance, but not it's not wholly amagnetic. So like it's uh it's impressive what what Oris is doing. Um I think we've got I think we got a couple more weeks, and I think they said that we'll know what watch that's going to go in, which I'll be very interested to see kind of if they come out with a new model, if it goes into something existing. It'll be really, really interesting. I know VJ's hinted a little bit about some things that are yet to come when we had him on a, a several months ago. It'll be uh, be really interesting to see what they come out with.
2: Yeah, what whatever it is, that's just a, a heck of an engine for it.
1: Yeah, it really is. And I will say, so uh, I know that they have talked about, I know, and the cool thing was, so we got the VR headset or when they sent it to us. So the, the movement in and of itself, it, it was weird to just kind of play with a movement. Like they had the movement like just encased in plexiglass with the crown sticking out. It was kind of, it was weird, but it was cool. Cause like you could get all the angles of it, but they sent the VR headset and, you know, they still had loaded the PPX experience on there too, which both of those being able to like be inside of a movement and see how it comes together. And they, they had it all in slow. It, it was, it was really cool, but there were parts of it that were really trippy. Like it was really like, I think it was. I think it was on the PPX, the the ten day that they have. I think that's like that's what the caliber one fifteen. Like they have a couple of different ones that are in that that hand wound ten day power reserve um, area um, or segment that they've got. Like but you're, like you're standing on like a, a bridge that is like arced and like you're at the peak of it. So like you look down and it goes down and it's like a ski jump. But then like you're seeing something go up above. It was like and it it was it was and the same thing with this one. Like you can see the rotor go back and forth like they stood you on both sides of it it would go it it was just it was weird uh but it was really cool there's a very very unflattering video of me with the headset on that rachel took unbeknownst to me because obviously i had the headset on and i couldn't Mm -hmm. see her um so that one is not going to get posted anytime soon but it was it's a pretty it's a pretty neat experience
2: look it's okay nobody looks cool in a vr headset just like that is true Nobody looks cool working on a computer either. It's impossible to look cool when you're working on a computer. I had that revelation years ago as I was walking through my office and just seeing people peering into their monitors like you look very uh, very terrible. This
1: is like yep. not not a cool look. So <laughs> it is not. It is not. No, I mean that, that. I'm I'm really anxious to see kind of what they do with that here soon, and then down the road. I mean that's uh, it's a heck of a movement. It'll be uh, it'd be interesting to see too if they add anything onto it. Because I mean, I know that's kind of what they're what they've been doing lately, or not lately, but like what they've kind of been doing in the past is they've got like, I mean, like the the well, watch. This one of my favorites, the um, the world timer, which isn't technically a world timer. It's the one where you turn the crown not the crown, you turn the bezel and the hour hand jumps like a GMT function. And that's just, it's a base at a movement that they put this module on. So it makes you wonder if, Mm -hmm. if this move, I I can't, I can't imagine that it doesn't have the same kind of capabilities that they're going to be adding things to it in a modular or, or, you know, building off of that movement for some of their other unique complications that they've done, um, in the last probably five or seven years. So that'll be, be really neat to see.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be also interesting to see how they phase this movement in, uh, whether or not it goes full steam into all the watches, or it's a slow slow burn as they phase out different models and try and get this one into production into as many as possible. I I don't really know. Because uh, then again, I don't really know how many in-house movements Oris has as it sits right now. Obviously, they have those 10-day uh, pro-pilot line movements. Um, I think, you know, obviously this one comes to mind, but I mean, I can't think of another one. I don't know if you guys It'd, can or not.
1: They've got a couple other ones that are off of that base 10 day. Um, okay. And I think it's in, um, uh, oh, what is it? It's, it's in their atelier line. It's got, it's essentially the 10 day, but it's got like a weekly calendar as well. Mm-hmm. Like It shows you the, the, the week of the year, which I know is a big thing over in Europe um it and it's a pretty neat movement because it has like it has the pointer date but it has like it ha, it's it, it, if you didn't know what you were looking at it would almost look like a perpetual calendar because it has the the date and the week of the year and the month yeah. um but obviously it doesn't keep track of like the date isn't accurate like a perpetual or even an annual calendar so you have to adjust the date but the month and the week of the year I think are linked and it's off of that 10 uh 10 day manual white it's a dressier watch but it can, i mean it's still fairly large just because yeah. that movement itself is pretty big um but yeah i mean it'll be interesting to see how they phase it in see kind of what what it ends up in um and what they what they use it for um because yeah it's a it's a heck of an engine i mean 5 days in reading the press piece and we kind of obviously when we were when i wrote the 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 kind of take on it you know you you, you reference the press piece for all the factual stuff um, and it seemed like it was weird. It was like they were they were talking about it being for kind of the, the the today's world citizen, which I get with the amagnetic properties and and folks not necessarily wearing the same watch every day. I mean, obviously, those of us who are watch collectors wear, you know, a di- usually a different watch every day, unless like you've got a new one or you're kind of on a kick with something specific. But mm-hmm. they brought up the point that you know, not everybody wears the same thing. Some some folks only wear a watch to work. And then they don't, they wear a Fitbit or something like that, or a smartwatch on the weekends, or they alternate between their nice watch and their smartwatch, depending on what they're doing, whether they're in the office, whether they're going to the gym. So he was like, you know, having the, they were like having the five day power reserve really kind of meets a lot of the needs of a lot of folks, not just the people who are just into automatic watches. And I thought it was a, an interesting take kind of a nod to the the watch collector, but also saying, Hey, there's another reason to have this long power reserve because Folks either have more than one watch, they have their nice watch, and then they have their, their G-Shock or their or their smart watch that they're wearing. It, it really kind of really kind of made a lot of sense um, just to anybody who's looking at picking up a nice watch to have the long power reserve. So,
0: Yeah. Yep. And I think, honestly, this is like a – I think one of you said it earlier. Maybe it was Buzz. Uh, but the shot across the bow for Omega and also Tudor because I'm sure with Oris – when it comes to this movement and like what their general price ranges is for a lot of their watches, it's going to go into a price range where it's going to be right sitting in between probably Tudor and Omega. So mm-hmm. it's going to be right there. And if you're a guy that likes technical specs or gal, that are all about technical specs. Like it's almost going to be a no brainer. Like,
1: you it's going to be hard pressed to find. I mean, you're not wrong. Like it, it... Yeah, it's going
0: to be a tough decision. <laughs> if You get into it. It really is. It really yeah.
1: is. Yep. Um, it's impressive. It really I mean, it really is impressive. So, uh, just knowing kind of where they're going to be, probably with that. It's, uh, yeah. I'm I'm very anxious I'm to see where it ends up. We'll yeah. yeah. know, know in a couple of weeks, but uh, yeah. Anyway, so good job, Oris. Really excited to see uh, what comes next. So, uh, all right. Well, there's there been a couple of other things. Oh, we got to do That's our forum, forum five. finds. Boom! We skipped it. So, bam! It's right in the middle of this episode. That's why All I right.
2: had to come back from from my time off just to make sure that the fast form finds were in the we episode.
1: Had, we had a guest last week. We don't. We don't. I, although Zach, the first time he was on, did have to sit through the fresh form fines, so that kind of stood for him. But you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I don't think yeah. he holds it against us. He came back.
0: Yeah, we don't. We don't really follow formula here you haven't noticed. No, haven't no,
1: you do not. No way. All right. So Buzzy, since you brought it up, what have you got?
2: All right. So the last time that we did the fast forum finds, I went with a brightling steel fish. I wanted something just big, short uh, shirts, sleeves only, you know, sort of crazy sports watch. I decided to keep that theme running. Ooh. So even though it's fall, short sleeves, man, short sleeves. <laughs> I got my tw- Chrono 24 app up and I went with the cheapest Panerai I could find oh. <laughs> that didn't like number one, that wasn't a, a display clock. By the way, if you spend two grand on a di- store display clock, you're, you got issues. I don't <laughs> think that's a wise use of watch budget. Anyway, that's <laughs> an the side. So I found the cheapest one that didn't seem like you're just obviously money laundering for like a Russian arc because that, you know obviously there's some some shifty looking ones uh, out there. Okay, there th- this was a private sale, and it is a Pam triple zero forty eight which is a Radiomir with uh, small seconds at, uh, at 9 and a date at, uh, at 3. Sorry, it's a Luminar. I don't know why the hell I said mirror. Luminar. Um, but it's got the small seconds at the 9 o'clock and a date at 3. It's automatic. Uh, it's a four, 40 millimeter case. It is a thick boy at 15.5 but... We've had some thick watches through here. And um, one thing uh, with the way that case is, you know, some of that, some of that is the um, the crystal. I I think that's probably going to wear pretty nicely. Um, No display back, but. It's it's the automatic, so it's not like that. The hand winds, which are just gorgeous, and I, I really think should legally have to have a display back on them because they're so pretty. <laughs> all of all of this all of this splendor for three thousand and ninety nine dollars. That's, that's pretty right. good. I think that's pretty good. I yeah. I would prefer the hand winds, but. This one, I I do kind of like the the way that the, the date balances out the the small seconds. I I think small seconds, y- you need to have them. That's just so so panerai that one hundred percent. And
1: I'm assuming this model that you're looking at because the one I pulled it up on my phone as well. Mm-hmm. It's the one that has the round cyclops. Over the date. So not a, not like a Rolex or even Seiko turtle style kind of like oval or rectangular Cyclops. This is a perfect circle Cyclops. And the thing that I think is cool about it is that it looks like the Cyclops is roughly the same diameter as the like inner portion of the small seconds at nine o'clock. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Like that's a, Mm -hmm. that is a neat touch. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's it's a nice looking watch. It really is, and I can't quite tell. It kind of looks like there's a deployant uh, type thing on the on the uh, on the strap. Um, yeah, w- one of these days, I, I do think that I'll get a Panerai. They are uh, they they're goofy, but cool and there's nothing like them you know besides a a cheap knockoff
1: Um,
2: you know they're just so unique and i i also like the fact that there's so much of the um like you know italian armed forces dna that yeah it's really got some cool tool watch history and and to me that's that's really fun
0: Oh, 100%. As someone who's currently wearing a Luminor right now. Um, <laughs> they are so funky, and that's why people love them.
2: That's right. That's right. Well, Evan, what what uh, fast-form find do you have?
0: Well, uh, I have been on a kick recently of, I don't know how many weeks in a row it's been, but I think uh, it's been at least three, including this week, where I've gone chronograph. And I'm gonna go chronograph again this week because this is a. And I guess we're sticking with the funky theme. Um, it's a funky one. Um, it is a Tiso Sea Star, um, vintage. Um, I don't know. Well, apparently, it's from the late '60s, as the eBay ad said. And yes, I'm on eBay, like I normally am, because I just go in here mind-numbingly when I just want to turn off my brain and I go, I just find watches and I put them in my watch list because that's what I do for fun. I'm a pretty, pretty boring guy. Um, but yeah, this watch is coming in from a seller, 100%, um, 400, 400 ratings. Pretty good on that end. Um, it's the cheapest one on eBay and surprisingly there were a few of them on here. Um, but it's coming at 1295, for a three register, um, I believe it's, uh, do, 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 do. I want to say Lamania movement. Oh, do, oh yeah, Lemania 1281, which is not a calm wheel, so it's going to, you know, obviously not as desirable as some of the ones with the calm little movements, but still, um, pretty cool. And it's got a really cool, funky red seconds hand, um, super strange hands um i don't even know what you would call them one's like a modified needle hand and the other one's just like a square rectangle or something i don't know really strange um and then on the uh three o'clock sub dial it's got the uh it's a white sub dial but it's got a five minute counter in light blue and it's got a red line sticking straight down to the 15 minute mark um for whatever reason you do need you would need that um so it's definitely um I guess you call it a uh, yachting, yachting watch, um, maybe I don't know. Probably I'm not a, I'm not a big yachter. Some uh, people call it that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> gonna call it that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's got a lot of colors going on. Um, yeah, it's definitely eye catching. Uh, it's 34 millimeters, so it's definitely a little on the small side. But
2: you know, a chrono that's that that's a 34 millimeter. Yeah. Wow. 34,
0: 34 mil. Um, yeah, I think that's really the only size they made it in. Um, they also made it in a two register variant as well. Cause I've stumbled upon those, but yeah, they're all 34, which is, you know, surprisingly small. Like you said, buzz for chrono. I, yeah, I thought it was a typo the first time I saw it, but every one of them came <sighs> up 34. <laughs> yep. Wow. Uh, and then, Yeah, it's in really good condition dial-wise. Case looks good. Maybe had a polish on it. I don't really know. Um, but yeah, just a cool, funky chronograph. 12 95
2: Well, and the thing is, too, with, with that price, when you divide it by the number of subdials that it has, I mean, it's a screaming deal. <laughs> They're practically paying oh, yeah. you to take it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Plus
0: all the colors you get for free. Like,
1: mm-hmm. come on. And that yeah. the extra lines, I mean.
0: Yeah, all those lines that... If you have a yacht, I'm sure they're really useful. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta time that regatta. Yeah.
2: They're not gonna time right. themselves, friends. No, they're
1: not. You gotta know when to start, man.
0: <laughs> I'm sure everybody doesn't want to saw a solid gold yacht master.
1: I mean, why not? <laughs> well, Maybe if you you're actually on a yacht, you want it to be lighter because you don't want it to be like too heavy. So like you're slowing your your catamaran down. and you just, you know, anyway.
0: (laughs) everything about this watch makes sense. It all makes sense now.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, anyway. (laughs) All right. So what I've got is uh not the first time this model or this name model of watch has come up, but this is the first time this new of a one has come up. So I have on Watch You Seek and uh this guy's got over 300 posts. He's been around since 2007. Um, if you're like me and aren't a big forum person, have a buddy message him because apparently now on watches. you need to have so many posts before you can message somebody, uh, which is fun. Um, but this is a 2020 Omega Constellation, so the new version with a black dial. Um hmm bought from an ad on may 2nd 2020 has some usual desk diver marks on the bracelet um full set box and papers uh like i said brand new the msrp on this is 6050 bucks this one can be yours for three grand plus fees as applicable uh i guess depending on whether or not you do paypal or, or what have you but like or maybe you're picking up shipping but like three grand for a brand new, uh, Connie. That is, uh, that's something right there. My awesome mean, uh, your gain. yeah, pretty yeah. much. I mean, this thing is, is pretty stellar from what I can see. Um, I mean, it is, it's, it's the new bracelet. It's a, it's a new constellation. It's a new 2020 constellation with, the uh, coaxial escapement movement, the master chronometer. I mean, it, it, I mean, I guess the only complaint would be is like, oh, do you want the blue dial instead of the black dial? Or do you want the white dial with the two-tone mark? Like, I mean, it's, it's a pretty solid piece. It's an integrated bracelet sports watch. And I know they have the new, like, leather that you can buy for it too. Like, this thing, I don't know. I don't know why the Constellation is, like, just so yawned over by a lot of people. But, like, I would hold that up against a lot of integrated bracelet sports watches just the technology you're getting in the movement the way it looks it's an Omega like just I don't know like there's a there's a lot to like about it I don't know why like I mean it, personal choice but like this looks way better than the new Lana Odysseus don't at me but like you can at me this mm. thing is it's more it's more like come on the Odysseus the way the lugs cut it's a straight yeah. line like don't even get me started on that like it's an again. Different different price points, different leagues, different style, different finishing, but like, you want to talk about integrated bracelet sports watches, why are you not looking at the Constellation? That's the only thing I'm going to say about that. I've got a soft spot for it. I don't know why. I just feel like Omega doesn't know what they're doing uh, when it comes to marketing, and they somehow forget that they have it, and it's just, I don't know, it. but that's my $3,000 for essentially a five-month-old master coaxial, or sorry, Coaxial Escapement Master Chronometer movement, like go get it.
0: <laughs> yep. So for uh, everyone out there listening right now, um, I think Spence may be a a little uh, a little crazy about this watch. So uh, if you're listening, you can watch get on there, get on there, and uh, snap watch. it up before uh, he has a little bit too much to drink and uh, gets a little crazy tonight. <laughs> I, I don't,
1: I, I don't understand why why the constellation is just not like right up there with some of the other ones. Like, I I mean, I I get not against, like, the Nautilus or the Royal Oak. I get that. Like, so many other people have entered into this space in the last, like, two to three years because it's been so hot. And it's like, Omega has had that line since the 80s. Like, the Double Eagle, it's been around since the 80s. Like, it's there's no hair. And it's not like, yes, it is kind of of that same vein as the Royal Oak and the Nautilus. But it's like, if you put those three next to each other, you're like, yeah, they don't look that alike. It's not like it looks like, oh, that's like a 1 for 1 copy of it. It's not anything like that. So like I don't understand why why it just isn't like more well loved. I don't understand it, but that's just me. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We've got other things to talk about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think my my quick hot take on that before we move on to the other things. I think the bracelet is just kind of off. That's my one thing. i don't
2: know know about that here's here's my quick hot take okay down between the odysseus and the constellation it just you know i by the way i agree i I think that the way they did the logs is garbage on the odysseus but (laughs) it comes down to what flex do you want more do you want to say be able to say uh longa or do you want to say omega you know, which pronunciation Ooh. flex suits
1: you best. That's
2: how you pick <laughs> your watch.
1: Well, so but what I will say is like, if you don't know how to use your keyboard on your iPhone, it's tough to find the E with the long, I know, I know Dinky's phone only allows him to say that now. Um, but like, <laughs> it's next level. It is, it is, it really is. Um, anyway, there were some new watches released, uh, recently that we haven't had a chance to talk about much without buzzy being on the show so uh why don't we go ahead and talk about them? we can start like i know we've got a little bit more coming on this piece that i've got so why don't we go ahead and just start with what i have in my hand mm-hmm. which was on my other wrist uh, which is the laurier uh, hydra version this is their second version of this correct uh yes Yes, that's what I thought. I know. I know Spangler is our resident Laurier expert because he has uh, one of the Chronos, um, one of the Gemini's. Uh, this watch we've got the uh, blue and silver version, which is very subtle, absolutely fantastic, gorgeous blue dial, um, awesome plexi crystal on the top, hundred meters of water resistance, and it has a bidirectional. Friction bezel operated by a second crown. Um, 38 millimeters, Miyota movement, super thin, wears amazingly well, has their fantastic bracelet on it. I mean, they have a gilt version of this too, which I know the boys in uh, in Oregon have over at 40 and 20. So uh, it just... This is the, the most amount of time I've been able to spend with one of their watches because, uh, you know, we got to see Spanglers before we had Lauren and Lorenzo on uh, a few months ago. Uh, but, like, I mean, this bracelet, it's it's different than, like, it's comfortable, but it's it's comfortable for different reasons than, like, Buzz, your Mata's bracelet is comfortable. Like, this does not have the fully articulating lugs. And like they described it, it is kind of like the combination of the flat link speedy and an oyster. But the way that it, it's just it's it's got that, I think I talked about this earlier. It's got that like that polished, but they're not polished, that that brushed, but like shiny finish to it. It catches the light with the facets. It's it's a cool piece. It really is. So I, I curious to to your guys' uh, kind of take on it, having not gone hands-on with it yet. I think it looks gorgeous. I'm I'm a sucker for a
2: compressor style case, and so obviously two two crowns, two thumbs up uh, from the Buzzman. (laughs) I I agree. There is a hint. You know, one thing I've noticed with a lot of their watches, the the lugs are a bit long, and there's a hint of your your Zenith. Primero in that and oh my gosh it's just perfect it looks really really sharp Uh, so I I, I like that I like the uh, the bracelet certainly looks good I I think the flat links a a great design it's just it's so perfect for the the style that they're going for and how you know that some that watch is good looking like even my wife thinks it looks good even my wife who does not you know she's completely uh not in the the watch game when i showed her the pictures that you sent she goes wow yeah that looks good i mean pretty pretty good plus hydra that's a sweet name. One of the 12 flavors of Hercules slaying the Hydra. So a yeah. well, little Greek mythology on your wrist. It's a wonderful thing.
1: I, I'm Buzzy. I'm right there with you. I've been leaving it. We have a, in our kitchen, we have kind of one of those like built-in desks that is very much of a period of home building in uh, the United States. And I've been leaving it in one of the cubbies because I've been like, I'll wear one of my own watches for part of the day and then I'll wear this for the, like since we've had it for a few days. And I leave it in there, like elevate in one of the cubbies, like at eye level. And my wife's been saying the same thing. She's like, "You guys have had a decent number of watches in, re- in for review, but she's like, that one just keeps catching my eye. She goes, it's just the blue dial, the bracelet." She goes, "It, it's a pretty, it's a pretty awesome little watch for uh, for what you can spend on it. It's a, uh, it's pretty sweet."
0: Yeah. I mean, just for my quick take on it, I haven't seen it yet, like Smith said, but, um, you know, I have mine, my, my Gemini, I can see it from where I'm sitting right now. Um, so, uh, I will say those cases they have, I think they look amazing. Um, for whatever reason, I think when it comes to some micro brands, the cases can kind of get like, you know, muddled together between different brands, like, you know, the ideas of them kind of like. They, they all kind of, like, some of them will look s- similar, but when it comes to Laurier, I think those cases they make and the bracelets just set them apart so much from other micro-brands. I don't know how they do it. You know? I mean, they follow, like, obviously vintage design aesthetics, but, like, they just take it and twist it in a way that, like, their designs from the dials to the cases to the bracelet, all of it is just so good and different from what other people do. And that's why I love that brand so much. Um, and when it comes to that watch in particular, I mean... It looks great, 100%. Um, like two crowns, two thumbs up, just like Buzz said. Um, I think it looks great. I mean, I love it. Um, I can see why, and I'm actually really happy they did introduce the compressor compressor style because the first-generation uh, Hydra competed a lot with their and looked kind of similar to their other dive watch they also have. Um, so, yeah, definitely, definitely liking they switched it up.
1: So the th- the thing that I didn't realize, and I know they did this on the, the series one Falcon, but they've got the PVD gold Falcons it with a bunch of different dials. Mm-hmm. I really love, like, I, I really love those because I, I, I know PVD, it has a, a certain life to it. You know, there's always, you know, the, the, the chance that you're going to get a couple of Knicks and it, it's going to look, but like, I feel like this bracelet or the bracelet that's going to be on it's, a, it's virtually the same bracelet, just depending on whether or not the lows are a little bit different. I'm not quite sure. How, Cause I know that one's 36. This is 38, but mm-hmm. like this bracelet in gold, even gold PVD. Oh man. I can't even imagine the vibe you're going to be giving off with that. Like I, and it's got a little <laughs> bit of a waffle uh dial to it. Like I, I feel like if I'm getting, if I'm picking up a Laurier, it's going to be a gold PVD Falcon right now. Like I just, I am extremely here for that watch.
2: <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> yeah. The only thing that I will say though, is like if they decided that they wanted to make a couple of their Neptunes in gold PVD to see how it looked like, I would be very here for that as well. And if they decided not to sell it, like let's talk about making sure I can buy one of those prototypes from you guys. Cause I think a gilt <laughs> PVD, a guilt gold PVD Neptune would be killer. <laughs> yeah um and i know that, that i know that they've got a gmt watch coming out soon which there aren't even really any renderings out on their website so i'm really looking forward to seeing i think that's called the hyperion really looking forward to seeing what that looks like maybe there's going to be a gold pvd version of that i don't know you know i mean just <laughs> that's where i'm at me and I, I i've seen uh our buddy zach weiss on instagram he kind of got a, and any mentioned it on last week's episode of their the Worn and Mon podcast got a little bit of a gold uh, been bitten by the gold bug a little bit, looking at a couple of things like can I can I do a gold watch? as like I'm thinking, man, yeah, like you do you. If you want a gold watch, I know James Stacy was bit by that bug a couple of a couple about a year ago saying, I'm just really into gold right now. like just one of those things. like I don't know, maybe I'm going through a phase. at least what I'm looking at is a gold PVD watch that's significantly less expensive than a full gold watch on a bracelet. but uh, you know. That's uh that's where we're at. But uh speaking of watches that have an integrated bracelet look and are 38 millimeters. Should we talk about the Astor and Banks fortitude? What a segue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw that one yeah. come out. What do you guys think? I like that uh, bracelet. Yeah, it's it's like a reverse, like See, it's really cool. I want yeah. to see it in person. It it reminds me
2: somewhat of those Panerai bracelets that don't really do anything for me on the Panerai, but this version is actually very attractive. And <laughs> just... I I think
0: those those Panerai bracelets may uh make a segue or, uh uh a spot in our our episode next week. Ooh, they
1: might. <laughs> <laughs> a little foreshadowing or, there. Oh, like yeah, a little
0: hint for everybody. But yeah,
2: but going about this. Yeah, it, it's it's not often, and obviously, maybe there was a watch with a, a bracelet that looks like this out before, and I don't know about it. So, you know, at me, I don't care, but it looks. Like a novel design to me, yeah, and kind of tough to do a novel bracelet design that looks good. So, congrats, you guys hit it out of the park! And oh, by the way, what's that wonderful feature called? Drilled lugs. They drilled their lugs. Hey, oh, <laughs> that's the best thing that you do. That's what you got to do. The lugs—they're not going to drill themselves. The straps aren't <laughs> going to change themselves. Drill your lugs, people
1: do it. Laurier did it too. Yes, they did. That's because <laughs> they're awesome. <laughs> yeah. Drill <laughs> lugs. Drill them.
0: Um I mean, I will say I know Spence you're you're into this, so I'll I'll let you uh finish it up here, but like my uh my quick take on these is that number 1, I love they matched the date wheel to the color of the dial. You I I cannot like Mm -hmm. say how much that like means to me personally because (laughs) you have a dial like they have this what's the color here mint green they call it a mint green uh it looks like one of the pastel colors from rolex and like the more i look at it like i'm actually starting to dig it but you know whatever um like if you have that dial color and it just has like a stark white date wheel like oh like it's just one of those like nails on chalkboard things for me i can't i can't get over i can't not see that just popping out and it's so simple to fix, and they did it. Like it's such an easy thing to do. I feel like, um, but yeah, man, you know, Buzz, you knocked it out, knocked it out of the park with the bracelets. Um, super unique, super, super cool. I really like them. Um, I really am starting to like come around to this mint green dial version they have here. Um, but I will say, I don't know how I feel about that mother, mother of pearl.
1: I well, don't know. so I think to me, like it's a 38 millimeter watch. So mm-hmm. I think, I think they nailed it in that they've got a white version. They've got a blue version. They've got this mint green, which man talk about making that color choice at the right time, like that mint green is eerily similar to a, a watch that came out and may or may not be an oyster perpetual. That is that you can buy in 36 or 41. And this is a 38. Like, I mean, right there, um, yep. like they Like, and, and, and knowing the lead time for, you know, we, we know Rick pretty well and we've been able to talk to several of the micro brands, uh, recently, you know, knowing the lead time that they have on this, there's no way that he saw what Rolex did and was able to get a dial done that quickly on this. So it was just sheer happenstance. I'm sure that like, he thought this color was cool and liked it. And then what do you know? a month and a half before he has his announced like Rolex comes out with that Tiffany blue green dial. And it's, it's reminiscent. I mean, it's, it's a pretty good look. I mean, I showed these again to, to Rachel and she's like, she's not a big mother of Pearl fan either, but like it's a 38 millimeter watch. It's very wearable on a lot of different wrist sizes. I'm sure like we, again, we haven't had this, um, haven't been able to go hands on. But we've been in contact with Andrew at Astro Bank so stay tuned everybody. That's a little bit more <laughs> foreshadowing um, Mother of Pearl would definitely <laughs> not be for me. I know it wouldn't be for my wife because she's just like that's just not her style but they have white they've got navy blue they've got the 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 mint green. They also did one with a local Chicago clothing brand I think that might have their own like like own storefront called. It's B-L-V-D-I-E-R, which Boulevardier, I'm sure, uh, is what they're kind of going for with that. Um, And they did it with, it's the blue, it's like the the dark blue dial that they did, but they did it with gold markers and hands. Um, And you pay a little bit more, but it was a 50-piece limited edition. I love that version. I still think I'd probably go, like, for something like this would probably go mint green because it's just, it's cool, it's unique. It's a fun watch. And at that price point, it, it just, it, it, it checks a lot of boxes. And it, it, like, that'd be the fun. Like, same thing with the notice. Like, I wanted, I loved the salmon version that they did. So, like, if I was going to go with a notice, I wanted a cool color. And that's the one that I ended up buying was the, the salmon retrospect, too. So, like, this one, it's like a navy blue watch. Like, that it, it's gorgeous, but like, I feel like for me, the mint green is the one to go with. <laughs> like, it's so cool.
2: And I think uh, too, that the uh, mother of pearl, to some extent i think that that may just be a we're doing it because we can sort yeah. of thing right it, yeah. it may just be a pure exercise in technical prowess and creativity uh, more than a you know market segmentation you know oh, gosh we could capture 23 percent of this uh, market with you know this dial color
1: yeah oh yeah and more power to them it is a bit of a flex, you're right.
2: <laughs> yeah. <Absolutely. laughs> all about flexing.
1: Yeah, lately. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's funny because anyone that knows me knows them not
1: <laughs> all about flexing. <laughs> I'm still waiting for you to get your, like, your Panerai like a deep sea, something, something big, something big. Cause uh, you wear this, like of the three of us, you probably have the biggest wrists and you wear the smallest watches. <laughs> I absolutely do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just, just waiting just for your flex of the, of the, uh, it really is.
0: <laughs> I'm just waiting for your flex of the, uh, the all gold turtle. I want it. I want you to have it.
1: Yeah.
2: I yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought about that when you were talking about how you got bit by the gold bug, Spence, You know, it goes ha- happens yep. to
1: all of us. It does. I still oh, who think it? it would be slick. <laughs> it was Doctor Watcherman who sent us the uh, the like he sent us one of the mods he did on his. Oh my goodness, it looked so good. <laughs> yes, his gold turtle was amazing.
0: <laughs> I don't think I saw that one.
1: One yeah. of
0: these
2: days.
1: I will have to send it to you because it was uh, it was when Buzz described it. He sent us a picture on Instagram like to the and I, I I sent it. I might not have sent it to you. I sent it to Buzz. It was like, man, he just he nailed it. Like, I think he might have done something to the bezel a little bit to make it. And then he got I don't know what bracelet it was that he got for it. But oh, man, it just looks it looks so good.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so kudos to Dr. Watcherman, uh, who's one of our listeners for the. The all gold turtle, uh, the dictator's watch. It looked fantastic. Um, good way to uh, flex on somebody with a gold sl- and that the turtle's not a small watch. No. The <laughs> best part no, about it.
2: That's so, that's, uh, that's for when you can't yeah. pony up the uh, you know well optioned E class to to buy that uh, gold doxa that they came out with.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. You have, you oh have my to slum it much. with yeah. the gold turtle.
1: <laughs> yeah, I. The gold dox is still a bit of a pair Like, but the, the other thing though too is I don't think did that one come on a bracelet. It it came on a bracelet, right? Right. Gold maybe. Docks, I, I mean, I gotta Google this real quick. I had to. Like, there's no way you can charge seventy grand for a gold docs and it not be on a bracelet, right? Well, I think it was. Yeah,
2: in the normal world. Was
1: yeah it's on a bracelet it's on a bracelet i got it yeah 70 grand like that's i mean a a gold rolex on a bracelet's only 30 (laughs) and (laughs) change love doxa yeah you really do you really do holy fright a gold yeah i forgot about that oh there were a couple other things we didn't get to talk we haven't talked about yet i know we got a little bit of time left um what do you guys think about the new aqua star
0: i love it i freaking love it 100 percent. i was super excited when this watch came out because i remember like gosh i don't know what it was like maybe two ish years ago um that hodinky did a cover on a vintage one um and i saw that watch and i'm like whoa this is so funky like that sub dial so big like it looks so strange um and i like went down that rabbit hole and like I really liked them. Like, I really liked the look of those watches and I can never find one for sale online. If I did, they were like stupid expensive. Um, And so when I saw this, you know, I thought it was like almost like a joke. Um, I thought they were like just showing off like really nice vintage ones, but then I'm like, Oh my God, they actually like reissued it. Like unbelievable. Um, You know, I will say though, I do have one gripe about the watch. I love everything about it. I love all the colorways. I will say that gorgeous. I feel like the gray is probably my favorite. I like the gray the best. I mean, they all look good. Uh, yeah, can't go wrong with either of them. Need, I don't, I mean, they may still be available. I don't know. I think they did 300 of each color colorway. Um, so, probably sold out or not. I don't really know. I think the, they came in right around 3-ish. 3,000 maybe? Yeah. 27? Um, yeah, I will say though, the one gripe I have with this, um, and it's the same gripe I have for my Laurier, um, is that If you have a running seconds, don't just put it there to put a running seconds on there. Um, Because on those watches, they have a running seconds on the left hand side, which the originals do not. And it's kind of just like a, I don't know, like a triangular shaped thing just running around with no markings or anything. Like, I don't, there's not really any point to put that on the dial, you know? Like, I don't get it. you know, same with my Lorre. like it's just a running seconds that could have just been covered up and kept it um kept it simple. Um but yeah aside from that that's my only gripe but everything else I love these watches. Love them.
2: Yeah I, I agree that, that that running seconds is a bit odd. I mean at, at the end of the day it's a chronograph without screw down pushers. You're you don't need the running Mm -hmm. seconds for anything. You're not uh, diving around in a shipwreck, trying to find buried treasure to fight, to be able to buy one of those $70,000 gold docks. You know, it's for the top (laughs) sides.
1: Well, so here's the 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 thing. There's a couple of things that I'll say. One, I actually do like that. It's kind of like a a dual, a double-sided triangle kind of running seconds, which is real. It's a cool running seconds at least. Um, yeah, it has a bidirectional bezel, and I will say I, I read the Jason Heaton review on, of of this on Hodinkee. So he mm-hmm. had it, he had it significantly before they released it, and he was like diving in the Great Lakes with it. Um, yeah, and he said, you know, we <laughs> obviously he didn't use the chronograph. He goes, but like he goes, you know, you really don't need a unidirectional bezel for diving. He goes, I had my dive computer. He goes, maybe you did back in the day. He's like, but you don't really need it. And he said. I think one of the interesting things was like the the it helps you like time between dives. So like Doxa has the no decompression stops. Like this one has Mm -hmm. something that if you set it to the hour hand, it'll let you know when it's safe for you to go dive again. Not anymore because those scales that they used in the 60s are not as accurate as they should have been. So like he's like, obviously, you still use your dive computer and all your other stuff. He's like, but it's neat that it still exists on here. The thing that I am shocked by Spangler is the fact that you haven't ordered one of these yet because all three colorways are still available for pre-order. It has a Le Joux Perret um, <laughs> column wheel chronograph. So I know how big you are into the column wheel chronographs Ooh, for 2790 $2, bucks. <laughs> like how you haven't pre-ordered yep. one of these already blows my mind um
0: well yeah spangler's not putting any more money into this hobby until he sells a watch so that's well, probably the, the, the i would say
1: <laughs> sell one and get one of these bad boys holy fright like it's uh, yeah one one is this checks the- so many so many boxes for you i feel like yeah this is the spangler watch It is, it really yeah. is chrono dive watch oh everything i want everything i want in life dude but it's a 100%. column wheel chrono dive watch oh uh-huh. i know oh. Yeah. For man. Under three thousand dollars retail, man. For under three thousand retail. It's still a lot of money, don't get me wrong. But like ah, that's a... I mean I mean
0: if it had three subdials and like they're basically just like saying let's take the watch, basically.
1: Yeah, because that's like under a thousand dollars per subdial. Like this only has one <laughs> yeah. running second, so that's a bit pricey per subdial.
0: Yeah, it's a very, very pricey subdial on this watch.
1: <laughs> but it's it's got a lot more surface area than a normal subdial. This so. is true. If you look at it's it per unit of the it's area, called a sub dial and a half, and it also has a pretty cool dive bezel. Let's not yep. forget that. Yeah. Let's not forget that. Yeah. Not all Chronos have that. Yeah, and you're
2: getting a yeah. S- multiple.
1: Yeah, and it comes on a Tropic strap, which you know is going to smell like vanilla cupcakes for the next decade. So, I mean, there's that. <laughs> just standard with all tropic
0: straps yeah it is crazy no it is i love
1: it i love okay. it it's very potent <laughs> big fan <laughs> big humongous fan.
0: Big, big fan i can't believe they're still available that's crazy
1: it, maybe i'm I, just crazy for liking like him no, dude i like i am if it wasn't for the fact that i've got a lot of watches that have come in uh and there's probably like there's still the cincinnati diver that whenever rick gets around to making them and shipping them to us we will have i think yeah. um but like there've been a lot of watches coming in lately and not anything or not a lot going out. So uh, I, Mm -hmm. this is one that would be, it'd be really cool. I'd be curious to see how long they stay at those prices. Uh, And then what happens like in the secondary in a couple of years, but like, it's a neat watch. Like there's a, there's a lot of cool things going on in there and it's got, I know it's a revival of the brand, but it's got some heritage and it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty neat piece. It's, it's pretty, it's, it's kind of like the, in a way, kind of like the launching navigation uh, big eye where it's got like, it's just like the vintage design yeah. um, with the, and it's actually like useful. So like that, it, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a pretty, it's a pretty spectacular one, but yeah, there's some, uh, yeah. some pretty cool things uh, that have been released. Oh, Buzz, you weren't here last week. What are your thoughts on the Snoopy?
2: Snoopy. Okay. Number <laughs> one. I love that case back. I think that case back is dope. Oh, yeah. Yes. Super cool. Uh, Also, it is a hell of a flex to be spending that sort of money on a watch with a cartoon character on the dial. That just shows how much money you have and your relationship to the piles of money that you have. That (laughs) you don't care when you spend a small pile of the piles of money that you have. On a watch with a cartoon character on the dial. Yeah, I I, I do think it's super slick um, case back, the 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 dial. I mean it, it it's it's well executed for what it is. Overall, it's not for me. Um, but also some of that is that I'm not looking to spend that amount of money. But yeah, pretty pretty sharp, and it's a lot better of a limited edition than like to have snoopy versus the character snoop from the wire right (laughs) uh, marlo's crew you know that that would be bad that's like that's that's not friendly she's so bad here's
1: the here's the fun thing about this though it's not technically a limited edition oh it's like the new James Bond watch and it's like the 321 Speedy. They're not limited edition, but they're probably limited production. Yeah. And I think the interesting which, thing about that is because that means that you don't know how many they made if they discontinue it, which if you have one, maybe is better for you. Yeah. I don't know. No,
0: it just means they can make a lot and like fool the public to think they're making a small amount. Is what that means.
1: Kind of like all the stainless steel Rolex models. Yeah. (laughs) Like all the non limited edition stainless steel Rolex models that nobody can get and are rare, but are not rare.
0: But they're all over the secondary market. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yep. Well, don't want to get into that. That's uh, making my blood (laughs) boil. (laughs) Um,
1: Yeah, I got nothing else. We had a lot to talk about. We got through it. I'm really looking forward to next week. We got our buddy on. It'll be a a good Halloween episode, won't it? We're all going to wear costumes, not that anybody can see. (laughs) (laughs) Or at least we're going to say we're going to be in costume. That's right. Exactly. (laughs) We'll all be in costume. everybody. Yeah, you'll see, (laughs) but you won't.
2: (laughs) Theater the mind. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, boy. (laughs) Well... That's 39. Next one's the big 4 0. We'll be over the hill. And podcast <laughs> week ages. I don't know how I don't know what the big deal. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what big episode markers are for podcasts.
0: I think 52 will be a big one.
1: That will be. That really will be a big one. Yeah. The
0: birthday. And
1: then maybe triple digits. Yeah. <laughs> triple digits will be big. And we're gonna get there slowly because we're only doing one of these a week. <laughs> oh no, Scottish watches i <laughs>
0: know
1: <laughs> oh, we love those guys <laughs> we do yes she can understand them <laughs> <laughs> anyway well it was good hanging out uh we hope everybody enjoyed this uh stay tuned next week's going to be a lot of fun this week was it was fine <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm gonna go oversell it it was fine it was fine wow. yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> Look at this guy proud of the product he's putting out
1: hey, I didn't say it till the end like if they made it that far to hear that comment they yeah. heard the whole episode like <laughs> hell of a salesman here yeah <laughs> hey Tudor, <laughs> listen to me they brought the royal over to the United States like hey I like you guys don't know it like I am like I'm working back channels. don't worry about it
0: yeah you're, you're the secret undercover uh tutor.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know that person I, that,
0: the, you, you know, know it, that
1: guy that they all, that everybody thinks, oh, they have a like Tudor and Rolex all that That's me, but it's not, but it is, but maybe, but it's probably not.
2: <laughs> you, so that's right. I forgot. You, you were the person that said Tudor Royale should come to the U.S. You were the one person on the internet that, that said Yes, that. I was. There's the one how, person on the internet who
1: said it. How could um, you be so stunning <laughs>
2: and brave, you know? <laughs>
1: Is the one, I wasn't even the only person on this podcast. You said that,
2: <laughs> that being said, I still, I still want to, I still want to check one of those out. I, 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 I mean, I really do too. Like I, it'll
1: be a while before it shows up here, but like, I want to see it. Like our buddy Blake will let us know when he's got one in and we'll all go touch it. And then maybe Rick will buy it. Cause that's Rick's thing to do is to buy washes after Spangler touches them. Yeah, he yep. he claims that like Spangler touches the watches that he buys. I think that he buys the watches that Spangler touches. I think it's a different thing. <laughs> Could be.
0: Yeah, this is gonna be brought from the, the Red Barker chat later tonight. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That and the black dial watches with navy blue sweatshirts. <sighs> Don't even get me started. Well, that's gonna we're gonna have that out on air at some point. Not episode 40. I feel like that topic's going to get brought up in episode 40, though. <laughs> oh, yep. <laughs> yep, it will. But, well, all right, yep. That'll, that's, a, that's a conversation for next week. That's right. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, yep. for joining us. We'll uh, Like we said, we'll catch you next week.
2: See ya. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Whiskey and Watches podcast. If you like what you hear, Please take the time to rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. We are enthusiasts, not experts, so don't at us. But you can find us on Instagram at whiskey.and.watches.podcast. Also, visit our website at zeitswatches.com. Zeitz is spelled Z E I T Z. I'm not the one